Rosh Hashanah could be a funny day for some people. On one hand, it's a somewhat of a yantif. We get together with our families. We have lavish meals, singing, we drink wine. On the other hand, you spend most of your day in shul, davening. Perhaps it's some type of idiom of doing tshuva with the shaifer blowing. And the question is, what is the status of this day? So this discussion dates back all the way to the times of the Ga'inim. There's a discussion in the Ga'inim when they were formulating the Nusuch of the of the Shman Esrei, are debating what exactly the Anshe Knesset Sagdala had in mind. So there was a discussion, should we say, during Kiddush and during Shman Esrei, over the Yom and Aram, this would be Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And there was a machleka. Some some of the the Minakai yeshivas, as quoted in the Gaonim, was that they did. However, Rav High Gaon says don't say it, and that's how we pass. And the Shulchan Aruch has brought down. We do not say Mayadam Simcha Chagim Luzmanam during Kiddush or during Shmonesa, seemingly indicating that we are, do not refer to Rosh Hashanah as a Chag, as Simcha, and we and Rosh Hashanah is not necessarily uh, a yantif of Simcha unlike the Shalash Regalam. However, if you look in the Pesukim that describe Rosh Hashanah, we say this throughout Rosh Hashanah, Bakesel Yom Chagenu, Tiku Bachodesh Shoifor, Bakesel Yom Chagenu. So you see, Layom Chagenu, Chag, you're calling Rosh Hashanah a Chag. If you look in the Ramam, when the Ramam brings down the mitzvah of Simchas Yantif, the Ramam says that all Chagim, and he's referring to Rosh Hashanah, have a mitzvah of Simchas Yantif, and he, he learns, actually, it's not based on the Shalash Regalim. The Shalash Regalim had specific dinim, specific laws of Aliyah L'Regal going up to Yantif. They brought, we brought a Shalmi Simcha, we brought Shlamim, as a, as a, we brought Shlamim to, to, that's the Simchas Yantif, the Karban HaShlamim. It's actually in this week's parsha. Parsha's Kisavoy, the Samachta, so you're happy with your Karban, not necessarily the Yantif. Based on that, actually, Taisvis learns that once there's no longer a base HaMikdash, there is no mitzvah deraisa of Simchas Yantif. However, we do not pass like that, we pass like the Rambam, that there is a Simchas Yantif when it comes to, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. Sorry, when it comes to Yantif. So the question is, does that apply to Rosh Hashanah as well? So there are two Gemaras which indicate that it does apply to Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara in Shuvah, Tafyod, says, Hushvu Moyadim Zelazet, all the Yom Taivim are compared to each other. The Shagas Aryeh learns that the that the heter of Eichel Nefesh, meaning on Shabbos, one is not allowed to cook, one is not allowed to carry food. On Yantif, there are many of the Lamatas Malachas that are motor, that are permitted. We call it Eichel Nefesh. So the Shagas Aryeh learns that it's based on the concept of Simchas Yantif. And he's forced to say that there must be Simchas Yantif in Rosh Hashanah because you're allowed to cook in Rosh Hashanah, so there must be some type of Simchas Yantif. That's one source. Another source is the Gemara and Chulun. The Gemara and Chulun, Daf Gimel, is discussing the halachas of Oisa v'yas benoi l'sishich tu b'yamechad. The Pasuk says one is not allowed to, to uh, shecht uh, a mother and her and her offspring on the same day. So the Gemara says, the Mishnah says four times a year, the, the merchants of animals would tell people that we already sold the mother, right? The reason being is that during the year, just because someone buys a sheep doesn't mean he's going to shecht it now. And if someone buys that sheep's offspring, doesn't mean they're going to, sh- they're going to slaughter it that day. So you don't have to be concerned for it. However, there are a few times a year, Rosh Hashanah, 
I think Arvim Kippur, the Mishnah talks about, where people were shechting for Yantif or for that day. So then you had to be concerned that people are going to shecht the animal that they bought right away. So if you have already sold the mother, so you have to tell the, the next, the purchaser, that by the way, I already sold this sheep's mother, so you cannot shecht it today or purchase something else. So clearly, Erev Rosh Hashanah, the minog was to shecht, to eat meat. So we do see that historically, we treated Rosh Hashanah as a, as a yantav. Another halacha, which, w- which would be an afkamina if you learn that there's a simchas yantav, is there's a concept in halacha that if someone is an avelos, so usually shleishim or sinning shiva, so yantav is mavatalit. When yantav comes, we no longer have to, we do, the person no longer is, is sitting shiva or no longer keeping shleishim. When it comes to yud base chaydesh, so 12 months, obviously the yantav doesn't knock that out. Otherwise, you would never have 12 months of avelis because you're automatically going to pass by a yantav. Taisvis in Mayi Katan says the reason why the the yantif takes away the avelos is because of simcha's yantif. says, even though I hold it's only the Rabbanon, still, the simcha is so great that it knocks out avelos. And we paskin, Yaradea shin tzadi tes, that even if Rosh Hashanah, even if the, even Rosh Hashanah itself will knock out avelos, so we do see that there is a element of simcha's yantif when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. There is a, there is a general question, you know, there's no Pasuk that indicates Simcha. If you look at the the Shalash Regalim, so by Sukkot it says V'samachta b'chagecha By Shavuos it says V'samachta l'fnei Hashem alikecha And by Pesach, so we have, we have our typical Gzair Shava uh, you know, from Sukkot to Pesach, but when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, it doesn't really say the same Simcha. So there were those Paiskim historically ready from the Gainim's days with the, with, without saying Chagim Uzmanim Lusasayin that did not agree to this concept of Simchas Yantav. And even in the Rambam, who does say there's a mitzvah of Simchas Yantav on Rosh Hashanah, in Hilchas Chanukah, he says that there's a limited Simcha on Rosh Hashanah. You don't go all out. So let's say a person is planning his meals for Rosh Hashanah, so you don't buy the fanciest, fanciest things for Rosh Hashanah. You save that for Sukkah. So let's say when it comes to clothing, you don't purchase the... the you won't wear your best suit. Now today people don't necessarily differentiate between their Rosh Hashanah clothing and their... And their uh, Yom Toivim, Shabbos clothing, typically people have black hats or no hats, but they have their suits. You don't really have different begadim. Some of the Hasidim have different style. Bekashas for Yantar, for Shabbos. So that would be something to to uh, to differentiate between a Yantif Beged and a Roshana Beged. Because Roshana would not be the same level as, as Yantif. Additionally, there's a discussion about saying halal on Rosh Hashanah. Why don't we say halal? If it's a yantif, why don't we say halal on Rosh Hashanah? So, so I think Rashi, the Gemara brings a medrash. You see the Gemara medrash, I apologize, slipping my mind, that says that I am, that how could it be if the Melech Machemach is, is sitting on his Kisei Sheldin, he's sitting on the, 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 the chair of Din, how could people sing halal. There's a court case going. So we do see that there's a limited sense of Simchas Yantif. Although, on, on, on the opposite note, the Torah brought down that Arab Rosh Hashanah person is supposed to take a haircut in order to look nice for Yamadin. And we're not like the Umas Ha'ilam that we're nervous about our judgment. We are, and you know, looking forward to this opportunity 
that Avinu Malkinu is going to forgive us, is going to give us a year of slicha, mechila, of bracha. So it's interesting that we have to kind of balance both of these two, both of these elements of there is not the same level of simchas yantif, but there is a there is a limited a limited uh, simchas yantif when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. The Shagas Aryeh, he so is convinced of this, you know, splitting of hairs that he says, as a Gemara Subas, the Gemara Subas talks about that a father has to uh, has the ability to marry off his daughter. So, interesting case there. So the Gemara, the Mishnah in Subas says, yeah, he can marry her off on Shabbos or Yantif. And the Gemara says, how could he marry her off on Shabbos or on Yantif? Ema Arvin Simcha Besimcha. You can't combine a Simcha with another Simcha. So the Shagas Arye answer is that, well. Yantif, maybe perhaps you can marry off a daughter on Rosh Hashanah. Now, Halachalamaisa, you can't do it anyways because there's an Isidur Abanan to get married on Shabbos. Yantif is of Kenyan, but he says, Midaraisa, it would not be Ema Arvin Simcha Besimcha. That Simcha of Ema Arvin, that's only when it comes to a full fledged Yantif, like Shalash Regalam, where there's Aliyah Laregal, Shamay Simcha, you bring Karbanas, you go up to the base of Middosh, but not when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. So, Halakha Lamais, how do we paskin? So, we paskin, first of all, you can't get married on Rosh Hashanah because we don't do Mecca Chamemcha. Uh, when it comes to Suda, so there was a discussion can a person fast on Rosh Hashanah? Can you fast on Rosh Hashanah? Some would, would assume that that's a, that's a way of tainus. That's a way of that's a way of tshuva, tainus, fasting. It's a good thing. And historically, there were those that did fast on Rosh Hashanah. However, our minog, our psak, is that we do not fast on Rosh Hashanah. It's already based on what Ezra, Ezra, in the time of the second base of Middash, he told the people there that wanted to fast on Rosh Hashanah after he gave them Musr, and they davened the entire morning together with slichos and everything. They wanted to fast, and he says, no, you got to go home, eat, enjoy, and have betachan, and HaKadosh Baruch is going to give you a favorable judgment. So already for years, we are not fasting on Rosh Hashanah. There's a discussion if a person, you know, on Shabbos and Yantif, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to fast even until Chatzais. So that's why many people make sure they finish the evening before Chatzais. Or you drink a cup of water in the morning. So the question is in Rosh Hashanah. Many people don't want to eat before Tekiyos, that's the Minog. So some people say, okay, let's have a break, let's have a Kiddush before Tekiyos. Or a person could just have a drink of water or coffee before davening, and they would avoid fasting. However, halacha is, the minog is that even, even fasting till chatzais is fine, it's Rosh Hashanah, many of the parts can held you could fast in Rosh Hashanah, it doesn't have the same din, simchas, yantif, as a regular yantif. So the minog is that we're not so makbun on this, if davening finishes 2 o'clock, it's it's fine, and uh, that, that's the halacha. One more interesting halacha would be is if a person forgot to say Yala v'yavli. So when it comes to Yantif or Shabbos and Ritzay, there's a chiv to eat a suda. So we paskin, if you forgot to say Ritzay on Shabbos or you forgot to say Yala v'yavli on Yantif, you have to go back, you have to repeat it. Uh, if you remember within a few seconds, so there's a, there's a rachman to say, but assuming you forgot, you realized, you know, later, you have to repeat benching. What about Rosh Chodesh? So Rosh Chodesh, no, you do, there's no chiv, there's no obligation to eat a meal on Rosh Chodesh, and therefore we say you do not have to repeat benching on Rosh Chodesh. However, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, there's a question. 
do we say you should repeat benching in Rosh Hashanah or should you not? So, the Mishabura quotes the Morgan Avram in Hilchus Benching, Hilchus Berchus Amazin, that says, no, Rosh Hashanah, there is no mitzvah of Simchas Yantif. And even if you hold like the placing that there are, at least it's a suffix, and by a suffix bracha, you will not go back. And therefore, the Mishabura's psak is that one would not repeat. Uh, benching if he forgot Yalav on Rosh Hashanah. Again, another nafkamina between if there is a din of Simchas Yantif on Rosh Hashanah. And the most important factor here really is what should our mindset be? How should we be? How should we be? Exper- how should we be experiencing Rosh Hashanah? Is it a regular Yantif? You know, freilichkeit and and you know just enjoying, enjoying the family, enjoying. The Sudas, or no, there's some type of seriousness to it. So if you look at the Ramam, the Ramam says, although he's the one that holds, there is Simchas Yantif on Rosh Hashanah, he says, you limit it. There shouldn't be Kalos Rosh. It should be some type of, of seriousness that's Yam Hadin. You can enjoy, you can enjoy a meal, but it's still Yam Hadin. It's not a, it's not a sad day, but there, it shouldn't be the same level of relaxation, of chilling, as you would have on a typical Yantif. And he says one should focus their time on, on Tamatira and Chuva, so we'll get to that as we continue our discussion on the halachas of Rosh Hashanah.